Yeah! Driving with Joe, March 12th, 2018. What do you know? What do you say? The anchor app's longer than five minutes, and we're going to take advantage of that. So much going on. So much going on. I first have to apologize to all the listeners if they haven't been getting the podcast. Because Anchor App changed some stuff around. I don't know if the episodes are published, not published. I'm going to do the whole thing for this one. Make sure you get the whole kit and caboodle. I mean, so much going on. It's crazy. Let's start. Let's start with the NFL. Kirk Cousins, all but done to the Vikings, allegedly. And, of course, it screws the Jets once again. The Cleveland Browns now have become, I don't know, did they watch that, that movie Draft Day with Kevin Costner? They got all amped up. I mean, Jesus Christ. They're wheeling and dealing. Cleveland goes out and gets Landry. Now, see, the Tyrod Taylor thing I can't get too nuts about. I mean, did we all watch Tyrod Taylor in the playoffs? Please, please. I mean, is he better than what they had? All right, yeah, not by much. Not by much. So the Tyrod Taylor makes him better, but the Jarvis Landry. And supposedly, just saw a report this morning, Josh Gordon, the other Cleveland Browns wide receiver, supposedly been hitting the gym like penitentiary style. The guy is supposedly jacked and in the best shape of his life. So the Cleveland Browns trying to make some noise and doing so early on. And we'll talk about draft and how this is all going to shake out. Of course, it comes down to screwing the Jets big time. Big time. Le'Veon Bell gets franchise tag, threatened a year ago to sit out and retire, and Pittsburgh said, ah, you know what, go ahead. And now he comes out, he's not going to retire. Shocker. Shocker. You mean the running back in his prime? So in the top one or two running backs in the league, he's not going to retire? Shocker. Franchise. He's going to make $14, 15000000 million this year. Oh, poor him. I feel terrible for him. Oh, how dare how dare Pittsburgh pay him that much? Oh, he should feel offended. What a joke. What a joke. These players want to act like this franchise tag is so bad. Look what Kirk Cousins did the last few years to the Redskins. Again, top paid top five money. He's not a top five quarterback. And now because of that, he waits. The market dictates more and more money. These salaries are never going to go down. And now look at him. Now look at him. He's robbing teams blind. $30 million a year, $90, $100 million guaranteed first three years. It's crazy. And what are the Jets doing? Absolutely nothing. What are the Jets doing? You get guys get arrested. Robbie Anson's still on the team. Everybody's still on the team. They're talking about letting Demario Davis walk because, God forbid, you actually reward somebody. Yes, they cut Muhammad Wilkerson. We all knew that was going to happen. Then Muhammad Wilkerson's mom gets on the phone for local sports radio. Starts giving them a hard time. Oh, you got to stand up for your little boy. Get the hell out of here. Give me a break. Look, as a parent, I get it. You always going to have your kids back. But give me a break. He's a grown man, and he's got the balls. Muhammad Wilkerson's got the balls to come out and say it's because the Jets are losing. That's why he's lost interest. You know what, Muhammad? Your character is not shown during good times. It's shown during bad. That's what happened. 
You wanted to pound your chest. I said it over a year ago. Driving with Joe said it over a year ago. When Muhammad Wilkerson wanted to bang his chest and pound his chest because he came in one pound, one LB under the desired weight, and he wanted to be brought in like he's king of the ring in WrestleMania. I mean, you got to give me a break. I said it a year ago. Go back. Check the tapes. Driving with Joe said. You got to get rid of him then. He's delusional. He's absolutely delusional. So let him go. He's someone else's problem. Go ahead. And you know what? This is what happens with athletes. We've talked about this. We've talked about this. This is what happens. Now he's embarrassed. So what's he going to do finally, hopefully for his sake? He gets a little rocket in his ass. And now all of a sudden, he's hitting the gym twice a day. He's running. He's doing his sprints. He's lifting. And now he wants to say, ah, oh, you know what? I'll show you. Hey, why don't you do that after we paid you freaking millions of dollars? Well, well, instead of getting your money and getting fat and lazy, why don't you keep earning? Why don't you have some pride? Piece of garbage, Muhammad Wilkerson. Oh, it's because the Jets are losing. You know what? Think about what he said. Think about him coming out and saying that. And he's so dumb. He's so dumb. Think about it. If you're a team that's on the fence, you're a team that's not projected to do well this year, and you were going to go after Wilkerson because you thought, hey, you know what? He may have a chip on his shoulder. He's going to help out on the outside. You know what? Now you don't want to because the guy just told you if your team starts losing, he's going to tank. He's an idiot. These guys are morons. Told you since day one. Just because they're making millions of dollars does not make them smart. They're not smarter than you and me. They just happen to be gifted. And a lot of times, they're gifted with one or two things, size and speed. Because those two things you can't teach. You can't teach. I mean, you got guys like Rocket Ishmael back in the day in the NFL, one of the fastest human beings alive, and he was still making millions of dollars. The guy couldn't catch a ball. I've seen better hands on a snake. He could not catch the ball, and he's making millions of dollars. These guys just happen to be blessed with size and speed. And then after that, it goes down to their work ethic. Do they want to go out and catch more balls? Does Muhammad Wilkerson want to go out there and give 110% in practice? Not if your team's losing, he doesn't. He just told you. And the Jets are screwed. Because now he got the Bills with their picks. Let's face it, okay? The way this draft's going to break down, I told you how it's going to break down, and the Jets are going to get fucked. And here's how it's going to happen, okay? Barkley goes one to Cleveland. This is barring any other trades that happen right now, okay? No other trades happen right now. Here's how the draft's going. Mark my words. Driving with Joe right now. Barkley goes one. The Giants grab Sam Darnold because they're rolling with Eli anyway. Rosen's a little more ready. You're going to grab Sam Darnold. I wouldn't be surprised if they grab Rosen. For argument's sake, let's say it's Darnold. So Barkley won to Cleveland. Then you got the Giants taking Darnold. Now you got the Colts sitting at three. And everyone's saying the Colts are going to grab the kid Chubb, who's the best pass rusher in the draft. And that's all fine and dandy. The only problem is only the Colts know. And maybe Josh McDaniels, the reason why he gave up the job. Only the Colts know 
how banged up Andrew Luck is. I say the Colts are either going to grab Chubb or the Colts are going to trade out of that spot and trade with the Buffalo Bills. They're going to take the Bills' 21st pick, the 22nd pick, and next year's first-round pick. If I'm the Colts, I do that, I do that, that deal in a heartbeat. Harpy. Chubb's not making you a playoff team. Chubb's, a, Chubb's great. He's a freak athlete. The Buffalo Bills have no quarterback. It's not Peterman. So the guy throw five, six interceptions and a half. I mean, give me a break. It's not him. It's not him. You got to watch for these Colts on draft day. If these Colts, think about it. They get the 21st pick, the 22nd pick, and next year's first. And you know the Bills are going to suck. Because if the Bills are trading up to get Rosen or Donald, whoever the Giants don't take, which would be smart for Buffalo, I mean, the odds are against them. They're going to have a great season with a rookie quarterback. So if you're the Colts, you know you're going to suck next year. You're thinking the Bills are going to suck next year with a rookie quarterback. They're going to take a step back. They might be in a situation the Browns are this year with two picks in the top five. I make that deal in a heartbeat. If you're an Indianapolis Colts fan and Frank Reich, you make that deal in a heartbeat. With all these quarterbacks going early, you trot Andrew Luck out there for one more year. You get one of the best offensive linemen, one of the best defensive players with 21 and 22. And you have next year's first. Two firsts next year. That's what you got to watch out for. These freaking Buffalo Bills are going to screw the Jets. And they're going to go into number three. If not, the Colts grab Chubb. Okay, fine. Every other analyst is saying that. I'm telling you, watch out for the Buffalo Bills trading up to three. Number four, here come the Cleveland Browns again. Here come the Cleveland Browns again. And I got to tell you, I would not be surprised. If the Colts grab Chubb, the Browns are grabbing Donald or Rosen. Done. Even with Tyrod Taylor. Don't give me that nonsense. Tyrod Taylor, give me a break. Don't give me that. They're going to still draft their quarterback at four. Now, if Donald goes to the Giants, the Bills straight up and get Rosen, now it gets a little interesting. Do the Cleveland Browns take a long shot on a kid like Josh Allen? Do they do that? Do they grab Baker Mayfield, my boy? Do they grab the guy Chubb? If they're sitting at four and Buffalo trade up to three to grab a quarterback. Very interesting stuff right there. Do they grab the best offensive lineman? No matter what, all bad news for the Jets. Because sitting at number five are the Denver Broncos, and they need a quarterback. And Baker Mayfield, to me, screams John Elway. I- I'm telling you right now, it's just it's a, it's a marriage made in heaven, those two. I really think that. I really think that Elway's always played with a chip on his shoulder. Elway wheels and deals from the front office now. I mean, come on. The Jets are not getting the quarterback unless we move up. We are not getting the quarterback unless we move up or if the freaking Colts stay at three just to bounce some people down. But even then, I think Mayfield's going to the Broncos. So we're screwed, Jet fans. And you want to tell me Josh Allen? Give me a break. Give me a break. Look at the numbers. We broke it down. The guy's best year is 59% completion. 
Give me a break. And you want to drink the Kool-Aid with all these, oh, he's the most NFL-ready quarterback? Shut up, Mel Kuyper. Shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. Based on what? Based on what do you make these suggestions? ESPN, Josh Allen, oh, he threw a 70-yard bomb at, at the Combine. Worst thing that could happen for us Jet fans. Josh Allen throwing a 70-yard touchdown at the Combine in no pads, with no offensive line, with no defensive line pass rush, with a wide-open wide receiver, with no corner, no safety over top, no pressure whatsoever, in a T-shirt and shorts. Oh, my God. He's the quarterback, Vernon Golston. Am I the only one who sees this? Am I the only one who sees it? And is he going to be better if you trot him out midseason? Let's say the Jets get Josh Allen. He's going to be better than Hackenberg was, of course. He's going to be better than Petty was? Ah, maybe. I'm not even sold on that. What a disaster. This happens. If this breaks down the way I'm telling you, do you understand what's going on? The Jets have a decision then. Fitzpatrick, the corner, or Allen, the quarterback. You want to throw Jackson in there? God help them if they take Jackson. God help them. I'll be pissed if they take Allen. Listen to me. The only way my foot's going through my freaking TV is if Baker Mayfield's sitting there at six and these freaking morons go with Josh Allen or Minka Fitzpatrick or some D lineman. That's the only way. Anything else, if it breaks down and they're handcuffed and forced, let me tell you something. Let me tell you. At that point, trade out. Trade out. If I can give you a scenario where Barkley's gone, Darnold's gone, Rosen's gone, Mayfield's gone, and Chubb's gone, trade out. Trade out. I'm telling you, trade down. If the Bills didn't make that deal with the Colts, you make the deal with the Bills. Let them go grab Josh Allen. I don't care. I don't care. Let them go grab Jackson. They would have gotten rid of Tyrod Taylor for the new Tyrod Taylor. Watch that happen. I mean, you're killing me. You're killing me with these deals. Because at the end of the day, it's screwing the Jets. The Jets are doing nothing. You know what the Jets aren't doing, though? They're not smoking crack. In hotel rooms with the ladies, a la OBJ. That's right, Giant fans. Oh, the Giant fans. Let me tell you something. The Giant fans got Gettleman the end of the year. They go get Shermer. And every time the Giants have made a move since getting rid of McAdoo, I told you the Giant fans are all buttoned up, right? And every time you can picture the Giant fan tightening his tie a little bit. Popping the lapels. The Giant fans. You know, because they're classy. They're so classy, the Giant fans. They don't do anything wrong. You know, they were cut above the rest, the Giant fans. Oh, Gettleman, and let me straighten my tie. Of course we got Gettleman. Oh, he's cutting people. He's cutting the fat, of course, with the Giants. Uh, oh, he said Eli's going to be the start, of course. Oh, look, we got Pat Shermer. Yeah, that's right. Look what he did in Minnesota. With no quarterback. He's got a two-time MVP Super Bowl. Yep. Let me tighten my tie a little bit. Nah, straighten my neck. That's right. Look at me. Put some gel in my hair. That's right. 
Giants. Giant fans. Look at us. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What's this? Here comes OBJ on a video recorded on a phone smoking God knows what while the hooker or whoever she is next to him is doing coke lines. Oh, my God. You got to love it. You got to love it as Jeff fans because this guy is a black cloud over this organization. The same giant fans that looked at me when T.O. was on the Cowboys. How could you root for them? How could you root for him? Really? The same giant fans who ridiculed us Jeff fans with the whole Sheldon Richardson. Uh, you'll, you'll, never see, you'll never see that with the Giants. Sheldon Richardson couldn't play for the Giants. That's why we got Harrison. We don't deal with that as the Giants. Oh, really? Oh, really? So what's going to happen with OBJ? Because he's hurt. You can't trade him. So you got to keep him. You got to keep him. And you know what? If you're a Giant fan, don't even open your mouth about Robbie Anderson or any of the other guys who are doing their own dumb shit on the Jets. Don't even open your mouth about anything character-wise, please. You've heard me say it before, Drywin Joe. We can go back to the Lawrence Taylor conversation. As everyone goes and polishes off their 5'6 jersey. Big old 56. And you want to wear that proudly. Meanwhile, the guy's raping 13-year-old girls. Ordering 13-year-old hookers. Admittedly cracked out of his mind when he was on the football field. Oh, well, that shows how tough he is. What? I mean, it's bizarre. It's actually bizarre having a conversation like this with a Giant fan. Especially today, the here and now, with everything OBJ's doing. So what are the Giants going to do? They're going to do nothing. They're going to do nothing. Now, I'd give the Giants a ton of credit they cut OBJ. Plus, also, I'd love it because it makes their team worse. Let's be honest. It makes their team worse. See, a team like the Jets, this is where you need a strong coach with a high moral ground and cut everybody. We suck anyway. We sucked anyway. And you'll say, oh, the Giants are worse than us. Listen to me. Stop. Between all those injuries and stuff like that, the Giants on paper were better than the Jets. We all can admit that. But, I mean, the Giants can't talk about character. These Giants fans, man, oh, they were buttoning up. Every button went a little higher. Since getting rid of McAdoo and then here comes OBJ again. Oh, you got to love it. You got to love it. Giants cut Rogers, Cromartie. Hurry up, look, we did that. Forget OBJ in the hotel room. Hurry up, look. We're doing something right. He doesn't want to play for you. Remember the Giant fans, remember? He doesn't want to play for you. We cut him. Don't look at OBJ. Smoking crack. Smoking weed. Doing lines. In bed. Don't look at that. Look at Rogers Cromarty. Quick. Hurry up. Change the narrative. Ah, uh, it's great. It's great. But I got to tell you, what's not great is how we're getting screwed in this draft. How everything's shaking out with the NFL. Jeff fans, we're getting screwed. I know it's going to be what else is new, but I'm scared. I admit it, I'm scared. Because we are going into a situation where we could be looking at Josh Allen at six, Minka Fitzpatrick, Jackson from Louisville, or God knows who else. 
God knows who else at six. Want the linebacker from Georgia? Oh, God. Please stop. Help me. The Johnsons, I don't care if it's Woody or Chris, no faith. Todd Bowles is going to push for his defensive guy. You know this. He's going to give Josh McCown a one-year, you know, whatever, $8 million deal. Overpay for him. Right? You're going to bring back Hackenberg. Probably cut Petty. I mean, maybe get a quarterback in the second or third round, which we know by that point they're going to suck. So all these quarterbacks are going early. What a disaster. What an absolute disaster. And here's the last thing I'm going to say about the draft and the Jets. All Jet fans, if you think we shouldn't trade up, if you think that we would give up too much to trade up, I've got two words for you. Carson Wentz. See, when the Eagles traded up and gave up the world for a quarterback, they had, at that time did not know if it was going to be Jared Goff or Carson Wentz. They gave up the world for him, and everybody killed the Philadelphia Eagles. But when you have the quarterback, and I know he was, he didn't, it was Nick Foles in the Super Bowl. Stop it. Stop it. I'm telling you right now, the Carson Wentz deal is what the Jets need to go in there, look at right now, and make happen. And they need to move. They need to move up to number three and trade with the Indianapolis Colts. That's all I got for you today. It's a lot. I hope you enjoyed it. So much going on. I haven't forgotten about baseball. Who cares about basketball, really? I mean, until the playoffs come. Hockey. Oh, God. We'll get to that, too, as Ranger fans and all the fans. Everyone's misery. Everyone's to the pit of misery. Dilly dilly when it comes to hockey. Hope you enjoy the drive with Joe. We're back. We're back and we're longer than five minutes. I'll see you later.